You're listening to the Mike and Men Zero Hour, part of the Mike and Men podcast. How was the, how's how's this, uh, not script, but how's it all coming together? The final, the finale. Uh, truth be told, I haven't worked on it. Oh, <laughs> I've been so busy this past uh, week. Like, I guess we can just go ahead and roll right into it. Yeah. Um, so over the weekend, uh, for those of you guys who follow me on Instagram, I made this, uh, I made this animation and it was like, it took me like all weekend long, uh, to just like work on it. I have no idea why it was just like a passion of the moment sort of thing that ate up my entire weekend. (laughs) Yeah, you said it was like doing a whole 48-hour. It felt like yeah, it, it, sure. felt, it felt like it, yeah, because like I started I started planning it out. I was sitting on the toilet on Friday afternoon, and I was like, huh. So I had this, this fight scene idea in my head, and I kind of like jotted down what was going to happen uh, that night. And then as soon as I woke up Saturday morning, I started animating it. And I'd never really animated anything this extensively. Like, I've done short little bursts of animation where it's just, like, really rough wireframe sketches. Um, but never anything where it's, like, I have to actually draw detail, you know, consistently for an entire piece. And this was, like, I think 40, 45 seconds long. Which is way longer than anything I've ever done before. Uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm sure, especially going into something that is so, with so many moving parts, it's very elaborate, something that could be shown like in a, um, in a, in a reel or something, um, something that that is almost a minute that that is very impressive in terms of length. Yeah. But I mean, it was an interesting experience. Um, I went through like three different, uh, animation programs uh, before I finally found one that I kind of settled on. The first one was uh, this program called Storyboarder. And I'd used it before, like, two years ago to animate, like, a holiday video thing. Um, and originally I was going to use that, but it was such a... Uh, not very not very well designed for animation. Like, you can do animation for it, but it's definitely not what it's designed for. Um, so I scrapped that and moved over to uh, Adobe Animate. And Adobe Animate is where, like, I drew out most of the roughs for this. And about, like, I'd say 75% of the animation was done in Adobe Animate. But it kept crashing on me. Um, I'm pretty sure that's just because I didn't know how to use the program. But I still, I didn't like how it kept crashing on me and, like, freezing up in the middle of animating. Uh, So that wasn't fun. And then eventually I moved over to Clip Studio Paint, which has a, uh, an animation feature to it but the version that i have only limits it to um 24 frames so you get like one whole second or two seconds at 12 frames per second so wait so what was that last program clip studio paint clip studio i have the uh yeah i have the pro version which it's normal price is like 50 bucks but uh usually it it goes on sale for about like 25 dollars the EX version is the one that has unlimited uh, frames for animation. It's got like a few other um, additions as well. But that one's like 
its normal retail price is $200. Uh, so I can't quite afford that. And you said you had you were using an Adobe product as well. Uh, and for, well, first of all, I'm sorry. Um, second of all, <laughs> uh, yeah, with the crashing and stuff, that sounds like Adobe. Uh, but in terms of get you know the way the workflow and the way you get things done, the tool set, uh, what is that like? Um, when I was working with Animate. Uh, I, I dabbled with it a few times before, so I kind of kind of knew what I was doing. Um, it has some nice nice features. The fact that everything is like uh, scalable, you know, it's not a raster layer. Every time you draw a frame, so you can scale things up and down without losing detail, um, which was nice. But it's just the way I draw. You know, it's very loose and sketchy at first, and the program didn't really seem to like that because every time you draw something, it turns it into a shape. So it's like creating a shape in Illustrator, but it does that like every time you draw like one a single stroke. So at a certain point in time, like I was, you know, drawing a line and erasing it, and uh, it just there were like pieces of the of the shape all over the place. So. I guess the program was just having trouble um, catching up at that point. So I, I definitely, I don't think I was using it properly, but uh, I didn't have much time to like really refine uh, my process. I, I was trying to get done like by the, the end of the weekend. Well, for something that you did on a weekend and your first f essentially full-length animation um, ever, it's very impressive. It turned out, it turned out very good. Very, Thanks. Yeah, very, I was I was cool. actually pretty proud of that. I liked it. Um, hopefully, I hopefully sometime in the future you can get multiple people together and make a longer one or a detailed, more even more detailed one, or uh, just, <laughs> just hopefully make it another one again at some point in the future. You know, because we just we just make our our own little um, anime. <laughs> yeah, no, that'd be honestly that'd be pretty dope. Um, a uh, landfall anime. Man, that would be so cool. I. I, I would love to to see that happen, but uh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen. We'll see. That would be so dope. Because I feel like it fit the style pretty well. The aesthetic. It could. It could. Um, yeah. I know that if, if there ever was a landfall anime, I'd want to kind of steer clear from a lot of those um, traditional anime cliches. Like, you know, like the... Uh, like all the little pervy moments that they tend to uh, <laughs> plop in there. Like, I don't know. I, I generally try to stay away from that sort of uh, type of humor in, in my comic. Um, just not for me, I guess. You know, if it's for you, you do you. Just not for me. Yeah, more power to you. That's you. <laughs> not me. Uh, I don't think I, I watch enough anime in general to to know about those, those trips in general. Yeah, um, I... I generally don't. Um, I only really watch like the fight scenes because they have some like really great expressive fight scenes, and those are the main ones that I, I watch them for. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's the the thing with anime is the fight scenes are just so detailed. Lots of frames of animation, and all this. You have a big, really elaborate fight scene, and then the next second you'll have like these really chibi, like, overly cutesy uh, animations that yeah. are, like, two, three frames each. Yeah. That kind of... It, it's, it's such a bizarre uh, uh, contrast. 
It is. Um, there's always, there's always, you know, like the key episodes where they pour in like most of their budget for them or for that season. It's like usually, I think a, an anime season is like uh, twelve to eighteen episodes. I'm not entirely sure, um, but you know, they they spread out. They only have like so much uh, of the budget that they can use, so they usually save a lot of that for uh, for later episodes. Yeah, I I can't blame them. Um, but yeah, uh, it'd be cool to see you make uh, make another animation. That's at some point, maybe maybe an anime. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, what's been new with you? What, what have you been up to, like the past? Because we haven't done an uh, an episode in like actually two weeks now. I know it's uh, throwing, we missed last week. Right. Yeah, it's throwing me off a little. Um, same old, same old. Just school and uh, making models as usual. I I want to. It's so interesting how you're getting into animation. I I I'd like to to make a some sort of short animation or something something with some models at some point. Like um, the three D three D animation. Yeah. Um, first of all, it's just hard to learn uh, keyframing. Like wh- I tried to make walking animation that that was, turned out didn't turn out so hot either. But uh, it's hard. I've yeah, made some, for- like idols and stuff. Those are simple, but like a full big fluid action is is a lot. Yeah, for stuff like that, you really want to just like watch a lot of footage of like how people in real life do those things, and then like you know pause video. Um, and like pick out like okay so because usually like a walking a walk cycle is like broken down into five I think five frames um, and you can you can like take a look at how different people walk and you know the, the way people walk and kind of express how their personality is just from how they move right right um, and that's that's a good point and that's another thing is uh not only do you have to focus on making the actual walking look real, you've got to make it. You've got to add on to a uh, a level of personality and awareness to the character. That's you know on top of those movements that are already hard enough to animate. You know, it's just a lot to learn. You know, it um, is. That's what like you know they never said that uh, animating would be easy. <laughs> right, right, or uh, or quick. <laughs> yeah, which I'm sure you know all about. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been up to. Uh, just focusing on the modeling thing but maybe one day I want to move on to some animation type stuff It'd be cool um, nice that's that's part of it I feel like the other part of like why, why I think it's going to take me a while to learn that is uh, if I want to make an animation that you can watch is you've got to render every little frame um, and that takes a long time yeah especially if it's like if you're using a lot more detailed effects um you're gonna you're gonna need to because like, I think um you know uh what's his name Casey uh Casey Balbonton he's um he's currently I think he just graduated from like VFX school but he's he's uh doing that sort of stuff over in uh in California and you know like a shot that's probably around like four or five seconds long can take him like over 24 hours to render oh yeah I'm, i can imagine i'm sure it probably takes him a lot longer because uh, anything with like with like vfx is a i'm not i'm not the expert here but i would assume it's a lot of particles and things to render so that must take forever yeah um, it, it, yeah layer, it depends layers on, like, and the stuff. scene like i remember one of the um one of the stories i read or i i heard was from like the original Transformers movie, not the original one, but uh, the 2007 Michael Bay movie, um, 
it would take them about 23 hours just to render one frame of animation oh yeah, during like the transformation scenes because there's so many moving parts all at once. Looking back, it's still impressive to just the models themselves uh, with all the parts and, and stuff. Oh, um, yeah. And considering that that came out like 13 years yeah. ago. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, extremely impressive. Impressive today, just the level of detail. And those, mm. um, but yeah, on top of that, the animation, too. Uh, and I believe it. One, how long? Twenty three hours for one frame. Yeah, that's crazy. But I, I believe it. Lots of moving parts. Lots of like lots of stuff. One of one of the uh, yeah one of the things that they mentioned, um, they were doing like a behind the scenes thing. Uh, one of the three D artists was saying like, if you take a look at it, like you know frame by frame. You got like all these different panels, like let's say Op uh, Optimus Prime, right? He's transforming and you got all these different panels coming off of him and each panel is reflecting another transformer next to him that's also transforming. Yeah. So you got like all these so different you've got, things. So basically they need to have every model it, it present with each render. Even though they're not in each shot, they're going to have reflections of themselves on, on the ones that are in, in, in shot. So yeah. that that's that's adding on to render time for robots that aren't even fo in focus. <laughs> it sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, and it's probably like you know it happens so fast you probably don't actually even see it at all. Right, right. <laughs> uh, but hey, that just goes to show you how much they cared about it at the time uh, in terms of visual visuals and and stuff. Uh, I need to watch that movie again. Um, that's that first one anyway. I, I yeah, I got. I gotta say that was my favorite of the series. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. It, it kind of went off the hit. Excuse me, went off rails around three. Yeah, because I I lost count. I lost track of how many movies were after that. Uh, the last one I saw was like Bumblebee, which I really liked that one. Um, but like, you know, it was definitely like on a lower budget, smaller scale, which I liked. I liked that it was smaller scale and like. The, the Transformers weren't as over-the-top detailed. I like that they went back to, like, a more G1 style of design. Yeah, for sure. But, uh... Yeah, I... I wish I had something to say. Um, Optimus Prime is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so speaking of movies, uh, did you watch that short film that I sent you, Zygote? Yes, oh my god. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I never thought. I, okay, let me let me. First thing I'm gonna say about this, and I, probably the main thing is, I thought I had seen it all in terms of things that wanted to make me throw up from the <laughs> video. Um, I've watched every m most of Tom Savini's and George Romero's greatest effects, and that part at the end of that Zygo video. Oh my God! It, the, I think it was also the sounds that came along with it. Yeah, the sound was uh, really oh crunchy. I hadn't even eaten much, and I wanted I could film <laughs> stuff present in my stomach. It was just so bad. Uh, you wanna you wanna tell our viewers what's going on here? Uh, yeah, some, give so us some background. I, I, I guess uh, I guess I can add a little a little bit of a, a snippet from the short film. Oh, no, right I don't don't do that to them. <laughs> it's so it's so bad. It, you, they will throw up. They will vomit. Well, okay. Well, if you if you want to check it out, if you if you got a strong enough stomach, go look up on YouTube. Go watch ABCs of Death Zygote or Z is for Zygote. Yeah. Um, this should be like the first one. But anyway, the um the short film is actually pretty simple. It's like this. Uh, what was it? it was this little girl? No. Or this young woman. Yeah, right? woman, woman. Yeah. It was like a young woman who 
uh, is talking to like she she's pregnant and she's in this uh, she's in this cabin and she's talking to her child from inside the womb and like the the child is like you know the bulge in her stomach is massive and they start talking about how the child really wants to come out now and the the woman says uh, no you have to you have to stay there until your father comes back he wants to you know see you oh I hate to uh, I hate to stop you here but I think it's important to to know that the video starts where she's pregnant and her husband has to go away. Then it's 13 years later. She, oh, yeah, that's right. She's still <laughs> pregnant, and this the the bulge in her stomach is obviously of a 13-year-old child. Uh, continue. I, I, for, it is, I forgot about that 13 years later so, time scale. Right, and already you're like, you have so many questions. What's going on here? But don't even worry about those because you're going to have a whole new layer of questions after what, what happens. <laughs> Yeah, and so like so the the mom's like no 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 we have to wait for your dad to come back home he he wants to be the one to deliver you and then the the child is like no I want to come out now don't worry I'll uh, like I just want to stretch out my you know my legs a little bit there, I'm just gonna move some stuff out and then immediately you just hear like a bunch of squishing and like crunching and like the the child just starts pushing like all the woman's like internal organs out of. I don't even remember what it was like from her mouth or something. Yeah, and and when they start taking stuff out, you can tell that like the woman's head is like a puppet or whatever or a rubber. It's all rubber body, but it's still so gross. It, it's it's this, it, it's edited very well, even it though is, you can tell yeah. it's like fake. It, it's yeah. <laughs> for for like for an indie production, the fact that like it was such a good set of like practical effects like i I, i'll give them props for that because usually you don't see indie productions with that sort of you know level of detail the whole thing was shot very well um Mm -hmm. what was the production company uh i don't know it's been a long time but i know the abcs of death was like uh an anthology series so there's 25 of those or 25 other ones I think so, but there were cool. some letters. There were some letters that had more than one short film attached to it. Oh, okay. So it must have been some big collab or something. Yeah, because I know. Um, I think Lee Hardcastle did one. Uh, you, you you know Lee Hardcastle? Sounds familiar. He's the one who does like the horrifying claymation stuff. Hmm. Um, I don't know if he actually was the one who did this, but there was a one of the animations like T for toilet. And it was a, like a claymation uh, short film about like a little kid who was afraid of the, uh, going to the toilet by himself. And then he goes into it and like it comes to life and like starts eating his parents. It's like it's very gruesome. You got to oh, see right. it. I think I have seen that one. Um, it's, but I, I, I think it might be Lee Hardcastle, but I'm not it, sure. It, it is. It is. Um, I, I just looked oh, it up. Okay. His animation style is very, um, very unique in terms of it his is. stop motion stuff. Um, I, mean, I remember growing up watching a lot of his stuff, uh, but th- yeah. this is I got one, uh, which I would assume is the grand finale of this whole series. Um, Probably. And what a finale! Like my God, uh, <laughs> I, I think finally once the kid pull, pushes out all of the body parts, she wears the suit like skin, and I feel like that's like the the, the last of your puke leaving your body. Like wow, I cannot believe I'm watching this. Like it's. It's that's okay, that, but that's not even like that's not even where the ride ends. Because like as soon as the child is like wearing her her mom's body as a suit, the dad walks in and like he caresses her face and he goes, "I guess we'll just have to try again." Yeah, I cannot. And you, I, like I cannot that's the implication that. of that. It's like, 
that just pushes that short film even further. The fact that this has probably happened once or twice before, maybe more. Oh, yeah. My God. And why is the dad going for so dang long? 13 years. <laughs> Every time he just leaves for another 13 years. <laughs> to go get cigarettes. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, yeah, I don't. But wasn't it? Wasn't she like chewing on a root or something? He said, yeah, like, chew yeah. on this. It'll prolong the. Right. The why? I forgot about that. Yeah. She... There's like some. Some like root or some like uh, extract or whatever she was chewing on, and then I think it was for thirteen years because at the end of that that time uh, she was out of it, and I think that's why the kid right. wanted to leave. So yeah, whatever. <laughs> it's so dumb. <laughs> it's just such a, it's a such ride. a weird nightmarish short film, but it's it's stuck with me like all these years. I watched. I I think I saw it back when I was like in high school oh. for the first time and it, I just I've remembered it all the way since then it just keeps you asking questions like why this why that and I guess that's yeah. a sign of a good film but gross <laughs> man oh man yeah. um in other news in other news <laughs> yeah moving on uh anything new in the realm of movies um this is it's another movie related news uh but it's not horror horrible or it's not horror movie related at least not as far as i know um two two pieces of info did you know that they're making a vanilla ice biopic i'm not surprised i i thought that would have been done by now that's cool who, do they do you know who's playing vanilla ice uh dave franco really yeah you know what you pull <laughs> If if it was like if a Vanilla Ice biopic was made back in the '90s, Vanilla Ice oh, would have just played himself. Honestly, yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Um, but I can see Dave Franco pulling it off. He, Yo, they, why don't you ditch the zero and get with yeah, the that, hero? Yeah, no, that's the thing. We already have a Vanilla Ice biopic. It's called Cool as oh, yeah. Ice. Cool as Ice. And it's bad this one's as just hell. Gonna be called, this one's just gonna be called even cooler than yeah. Ice. It's just a sequel to that movie with all the return, with all the actors returning. Uh, I watched no, that. It's, it's just the name of this is just gonna be "What's Cooler Than Being Cool?" Ice Cold, starring Andre Three Thousand. Yeah, uh, and Ice T. <laughs> uh, Ice T. But uh, that's cool. That's that makes me excited for uh, for movie related news. Uh, what was the other? What was the other little little nugget of info you had there? Uh, it's another sort of biopic. Um, there's apparently a Tetris movie coming out um and when i first Wait, heard about what? a tetris movie yeah like so when i first heard about that there was a tetris movie coming out i thought like are they actually gonna make like an adaptation of the game like with the blocks coming down no no it, it turns out it's actually like a biopic of the people who made tetris okay well okay um, back it up for a second when you, you just said tetris <laughs> movie um i was under the impression that they were gonna try to do another emoji movie or something stupid like that oh, and i was no, cr- no. already See, cringing that- yeah, that's what I thought. Or like Battleship. Yeah, you know? oh, that's exactly what came to mind. Uh, <laughs> that was made though, right? They made that. And, yeah, and that, heard, was, <laughs> that, that existed. That wasn't just in your right, head. Right, right. <laughs> because I remember at that time I was seeing like news saying, okay, there's this big trend of we're going to make every video game property into a movie now. And I'm like, God dang it. Uh, yeah. But this Tetris thing, I'm glad to hear that they are do- going an, you know, a sane route and like being faithful to history video game history right. and just talking about it, which I, I wouldn't mind actually watching that, you know, because it... Yeah. yeah, video game video game uh, history is always pretty interesting, especially, like, the old um, old old school games and, like, how they were made. Um, I always found those uh, pretty interesting. 
That's why I always liked, like, with the AVGN episodes, the older ones, when he would talk about just gaming history, I always found that more interesting than just, like, the random, you know, crude jokes and stuff. Yeah, it's funny about just Cinemassacre in general. Yeah, I love the nerd to death, you know, it's nostalgic and everything, but James Rolfe's greatest strength has got to be just... uh, his videos on relaying information or talking about the history of, you know, taking you back to the past, his stick, uh, it's just very comfy to watch, and uh, he's very informative in the way he, you know, talks about because it, it sounds like he knows what he's talking about. Um, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so on, on the news of, like, you know, uh, kind of games-ish t- being turned into movies... At one time, I think they were going to make a, a Candyland film in the style of um, the, the Emoji movie. I don't know what you could possibly... I mean, basically, isn't it that just like a third of Wreck-It Ralph? Yeah. Because a third I, of that movie takes like, place in like Candyland, there, there is an animated Candyland movie. We've already got one of those. Um, I don't... Yes, you, 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 you're totally right. It's just like, yeah, it'd be like a third third of Record Ralph's characters, you know. Um, yeah. S- same style. I don't know. I, there was, what's, one, what's one board game that you'd really be actually interested in watching? Movie. You know, um, I want to say... Like, my, my board game experience, obviously, like, I've only really ever played the classics. I haven't played any of, like, the extensive new games... You know, I've only ever played, like, you know, Othello, uh, Chess, Life. <laughs> what? No way. Okay, that would be good. Well, life the I'd, game? I'd like to, <laughs> yeah, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see a movie adaptation of Life starring Tom Hanks. Oh, he better hurry. He's, getting, he's not getting any younger. It's going to be the end of the movie. <laughs> it's going to be, like, towards the end where it's, like... Uh, you're just driving. You're running out of cards. You don't have anything to roll for. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, no. Hang on. That would just be Forrest Gump. Oh yeah, exactly. So You've already got your life. Already, just to, we already have that. Just get your Forrest Gump VHS and uh, sl- make your own cover. It just says life, or like get the life <laughs> board game packaging and like slap it on the front. Just just put the VHS inside the life board game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. Like 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 those old uh lo- those old. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons type games where it comes with an instructional uh, DVD or something. What if? What if you're just like some family in the 90s and uh, there's a mix-up at the factory and you ended up with Forrest Gump, just the tape (laughs) without a label, (laughs) in a game of life and your kids pop it in. Oh, let's watch it. It'll probably be great. And And then it turns out it's a haunted copy of Forrest Gump. And Tom Hanks himself comes out of your mirror and haunts you every night. And <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> just, it's just Woody. Like, you, you find a Woody doll in your room. And he's just like, we toys so you can see everything. <laughs> everything. So play nice. Play, play right. <laughs> play by the rules. It's like every time you brush your teeth, you just hear the voice of Tom Hanks going, you are a toy. <laughs> this is the perfect time to panic. <laughs> Honestly, I would love I would love to uh, hear Tom Hanks ter- have my toothbrush like have a button on it where I'd hear a Tom Hanks quote every time I brush my teeth. You know, I'd brush my teeth uh, a lot more thoroughly if that were the case. <laughs> you know, they used to have like I think back in the mid two thousands, they used to have that those uh, electric toothbrushes with sound effects on them 
It was like that. That was the whole gag. It's like you you would brush your teeth for the whole duration of the song, and oh, they would have different okay. ones. Like they had SpongeBob, they had Dora. Uh, I know one of my cousins had one back then. You know, the only thing I'm thinking of with the with that concept is uh, the ba- once the batteries on are like clinging to the last bits of life. I'm sure the song that usually sounds great <laughs> is gonna sound like or something. It's gonna be like it's like, are you ready, kids? Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure with the batteries working well, the parents would absolutely just love having a product like that in their house. Uh, <laughs> having to hear that every morning while you're still asleep. Your kid brushing <laughs> just, their teeth. Just, it's like, it's like a Frozen's uh, Let It Go on repeat every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. My heart goes out to those parents who uh, watch Frozen uh, every three times a day. Frozen sing-along specifically. It's the best tape. Yeah. Olaf's sing along. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any gaming news? I know Nintendo had some mini directs. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I heard that that was. Uh, I didn't watch it, but I heard it was pretty disappointing. That was, that was kind of a bust. Yeah. Not much was going on. Which, I mean, what do you expect? We're in, you know, tough times and, you know, stuff. Yeah. I know um, Xbox just had their little. Um, little event today where they you know showed off um halo infinite and like a few other games that that are coming out one of the games uh that they showed it literally looks like you know that movie ant bully yeah yeah so like the game is like you i think you can play co-op with friends but you're like the size of ants and you're exploring like a garden and you go fight like different insects and you like you know crawl around it reminds me of like very old old-fashioned type of, like, early 2000s games, which is kind of nice. Know, honestly, it doesn't that's take not, itself too seriously. That sounds pretty fun and refreshing, honestly. Uh, yeah. Even though I don't have an Xbox. Um, yeah, you're going to need to buy an Xbox Series X. <laughs> that's right. They do have their new one, don't they? That, that yeah. is uh, weird. So what happened? What happened to the numbering? They went back to one. Oh, why don't we have an Xbox 2? What's going on here? Come on, Microsoft. <laughs> get get yeah. it together. I have no idea, but like, t- when I w- when I was trying to buy an Xbox 360, like I think it was two years ago now, I was trying to buy an Xbox 360, and I couldn't figure out which model to get because it was like there was an Xbox 360, Xbox 360s, extra Xbox 360e, Xbox 360 <laughs> like light or whatever, and I couldn't I couldn't figure just out. Just get your which hands one on one of them; they all do the same thing. <laughs> Except one of them would just fail, basically, like 80% of the time. No, they all red-ringed, I'm sure, if you bought them. Bought them off Craigslist. Uh, there, was, there was one that I, I bought for 40 bucks. It came with two controllers. Um, and, like, I met the guy at night. It was, like, starting to rain in an Ikea parking lot <laughs> on the way home yeah, from work. Yep, business as usual. <laughs> like, I do so many shady-looking dealings just buying... Computer parts and like gaming stuff. Dude, Carl, seriously, one of these days you're gonna fi- you're gonna come on to this podcast and you're gonna have a horrible story to tell about one of these people. <laughs> like, all right, so here here's the story, right? I was bored one day and I was going on I was going on Craigslist and someone was selling a used PS4 for only ten dollars and I was like, well, might as well try. And it turns yeah, out not a scam at all. Ten dollars. <laughs> It's like, yeah, all you have to do is pick it up in, in the middle of this apartment. Don't bring anyone. 
Yeah, don't bring anyone, don't tell anyone where you are. Turn your phone off before you leave. <laughs> Turn off GPS. Turn off GPS. <laughs> Give me your car keys before you enter my house. You know, you know the worst. A, you know, there were, did I tell you that one time, Caleb and I, we were... Uh, no, yeah, you, you were there, I think. Um, we were at that 48-hour film festival, and we were going to grab something from his car. Uh, I think you and Gabby were like at the, um, at the st- st- uh, building waiting for us. And on the way to his car, uh, there was this uh, couple who needed help bringing like uh, a sofa up, up their apartment. And it didn't occur to me until we finally brought it up that we just picked up the sofa, brought it into this random person's apartment. We were inside his apartment. (laughs) (laughs) And we were just doing that for no reason at all. We were just like, all right, I guess we'll just walk into this guy's apartment um, in Ybor. I don't... I Was this when we went into the Sykes building that one time? For that one? No, this was, this was like the last time that we did uh, the 48-hour film festival. No, no, it wasn't. It was the, the year before that. Yeah, I'm not sure if I remember you guys helping a, p- <laughs> a couple with their sofa. Yeah, you weren't you weren't there. You were at the um at the place where they were, you know the con- the meetup spot. Oh okay, yeah that's yeah. that's really sketch. But I feel like that's more on the people who are asking you. Like you two complete strange. Like you told me the story before. Two complete strangers just helping you move your stuff into your new ha- brand new house. Yeah, very interesting. Um, but yeah, uh, next time you. Uh, you pick up, uh, you know, a, a computer case or a computer part at night when it's raining in the middle of a parking lot. Uh, some guy's <laughs> gonna come out of his car with like a like this huge guy with a hood and a hook, hook hand, <laughs> hook, hook hand, car door. You know, you know the works. Uh, a hook for a hand. Hook for a hand. His uh, his van, his van has bees all over it. <laughs> <laughs> he's a big guy. He's got a booming voice. Um, yeah, he's gonna, he's it, gonna he, get you. Well, how do you how do you summon him? You say like Candyman like three times. Yeah, three times. Right? I think it's either three or five times in the mirror, something like that. Oh, yeah. Or seven candy times. Candyman, 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 Candyman. The Candyman can. The Candyman <laughs> is gonna come bring you computer parts in your parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the Tooth Fairy. Yeah, yeah, the computer part fairy. <laughs> but yeah, so like I guess I don't know. Like as far as like more recent gaming news, uh, it's been. Pretty dry. That's We've so just been... lame. This is the lamest year. Oh yeah, and not just for that, not just for gaming stuff, just but everything. yeah, that's just one of them. God. Give me a break. Um, yeah, it, it does. It does suck. But you know what? I have a, I have plenty of games in my backlog that I know for a fact that I will never actually complete. Yeah, I'm. I, <laughs> I'm sure you. You. You're probably the one with the hugest, most available library on their Steam account. I know of, out of anyone I know. You. You just. You got all the deals, you know the deals, uh, and you grab what you like, um, and you probably have every game that you could ever want for free, or you can pot, you can download it immediately because you uh, you got on those deals. Speaking of deals, any, any, anything anything good anything good coming? Uh, <laughs> um, I recently bought two Nintendo 2DSs. Yeah, uh, the 2D those are like the brick one looking slabs, right? Yeah, the the one where it's like you can't fold Why? it. What is the point um, of said well, invention? Well, because it's like it plays 3DS games. You just can't, you know, turn on 3D, which I don't care about. No, the 3D. no, that's lame. That's kind of lame, <laughs> man. It's like it gets rid of the whole point. It's of it. a 3DS game. A 3DS game. 
Yeah, but it makes me dizzy when I turn on the 3D. So. Well, then just don't play it. You know, no one told you you had to play it. <laughs> just don't play the game. <laughs> yeah, well, so like I, I bought two of them, one for my brother for his birthday and one for just me because I, I actually wanted to play like Smash Brothers and... Um, no, you don't. Get out. Get out. Like, you still can. <laughs> get out of this. Next thing you know, I'll be a turning smash turning and you... never using deodorant. Oh, yeah, man. Um... You were you were there, right? You were there um, the last, I think, last Comic-Con. I think we both just missed each other. Um, Are you talking about in but... the game room, guys would be playing Smash and stuff? Yeah, the, in the game room, I swear, like, I, I went there twice. Uh, I went to, like, MetroCon, which is the anime convention, and then Comic-Con. Both times, the game room smelled like someone just peed on every uh, square inch <laughs> oh of the floor God. and just let it, like, marinate. Why pee? Are these guys just not <laughs> using the bathroom? Or are they just gaming so much they can't get up and go to the bathroom? I don't know, but it, it smelled like pee or, like, sweat. It was just, it was absolutely That's terrible. Awful. I had to, like, hold my breath oh my while walking around. They do that. That's their only form of intimidation. <laughs> That's how they gain the edge in the competition. If you're holding your breath, you're not going to be focused on the game. It's like you're about to, like, you're in the final round. Uh, it's you and this other guy. And it's like right as you're approaching, his stench is just so bad that you just turn around and walk away and you forfeit. <laughs> <laughs> Like, all right, I'm gonna. Ha <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> I got a head start on this guy. I'm playing my main. Oh yeah. Oh, never mind. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm playing my main. I'm ready to go. Got all the combos. Yeah, I wanted to go back actually. Um, to you know, just to go uh, to Comic Con again. Uh, apparently they're ho hosting like a Comic Con online thing. Comic Con oh, at home. Oh, bored, man. Yeah, you know. It's, it doesn't quite have the same uh, feeling as, you know, brushing up against, like, a bunch <laughs> of, like, sweaty, Nerds, sweaty yeah. dudes in cosplay right, yeah. down the halls. It's just, like, why would I want to be reminded of why I'm not there right now? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm going to buy some virtual merch, this virtual shirt that I can wear on my computer. <laughs> <laughs> For my virtual avatar. My virtual avatar. <laughs> Second life, VR chat. Uh, third life. Third life. Third life convention. Yeah, we should just host our own uh, our own little convention on VR <laughs> chat. You know what? Actually, there probably is right now. <laughs> A virtual Comic Con. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I'm sure. Sure, there is. Um, it, just turn it on. Just like waft some garbage underneath your nose while you're playing. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. Puts you right into the experience. Oh my god. Uh, actually, no. Go out. Run a run a few laps in the hot sun. Um, yeah, get your garbage can. Ring ring your your sweaty shirt into like a, a bowl, and there you go. That's that's yep. that's a, a smash tournament. Uh, I almost said ASMR. Uh, <laughs> smash yeah, smash tournament ASMR. You just hear like <laughs> loser nerd. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, all you hear is the clicking and the analog sticks. And you just hear whispering like, he just chose Mario. <laughs> That purple Bowser does 30% more damage <laughs> against Mario. Watch out, he almost got his final smash. He, he kicked it again. Okay, he kicked. And then in the in the background, you just hear Brandon going, Yo! Yeah, right? That's he's the only one in this like huge auditorium-sized building, <laughs> like screaming and cursing. <laughs> no! <laughs> Man, uh, well, Smash Brothers. I love Smash Brothers. I love talking about Smash Brothers. I love losing in Smash Brothers. <laughs> um, yeah, it's. 
I, I miss hanging out with people, honestly. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, when I, when I go, I can't, I can't see people anymore. And the only reason I go to see people is to get, get my Smash Bros. fixed. And I can't do that anymore. Yeah. It's just like, man, what am I supposed to do? What is the point in life without Smash? Without losing in Smash, horrendously. <laughs> um, wait, I could tell you another point in life. It's to subscribe yeah. to the Mike and Men podcast on Anchor FM. Oh, that's that's great. I hear if you do that, you can actually grow five feet of hair. <laughs> Any point in your body of your choosing. Okay, what if I... Can I opt out of that? Is there is that optional? No, it's... No, that's okay, it's well, not optional. Hey, here's my suggestion. Um, here's what I did. I grew up my feet, five feet of hair on my head and, you know, back hair and donated it to kids in Africa. <laughs> I don't know, kids with cancer. Kids with cancer on back hair. No, uh, yeah, sorry, that was... Uh, I will not be doing that improv. I'm just st- stick again. I'm just imagining you with like a cape of hair. Nice, yeah. Because the hair is just growing straight out of your back. Yeah, dude. Some people have that issue. No, no joke. I used to grow up watching like jokes about that in cartoons, and then I'd re- you'd see people like in real life who have like horrible, horrible back hair, like they're wolf men. It's just oh yeah, I'm 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 sure the human body comes up with weird ways of screwing itself over. It's just like genetics. What are you doing, man? Can you do something else, please? There there is there is one, and I, I kind of want to uh, save that this for an, another episode. But, weird um, genetics. Just a just a little thing. Yeah, like weird genetics. One of the things I always thought was really unfortunate was the uh, the was it elephant man where his his skin muscle. Or his, his his body would just create like clumps of mass like around his face and his legs. It was like it, all it over his body, like, yeah. It looks like you know elephant like uh, feet. skin. Oh yeah, feet like, is what yeah. is the re- yeah. It was it was just terrible. Um, but we can cover that in another episode because there's so many of those uh, different terrible genetic. Disorders. We could just do a Ripley's Believe or Not episode, right? You know, Ripley's Believe. Yeah, believe. I want to believe. <laughs> Please, I want to believe it's not. Uh, yeah, yeah, no kidding. Um, but yeah, that's a good idea. We should definitely cover that in a future episode, but not this one, because I think we are just about out of time. Uh, yep. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. The studio is about to kick, kick us, us out. out. Yeah, um, computer, computer's telling me um, I want to turn off your working me to the bone. Um, so once again, thank you guys for listening to uh, of Mike and Men Zero Hour. Uh, we will hopefully have our big... Uh, big thing up, you know, finale up, uh, whenever it's coming. It's coming when it, it'll be out when it's out. And you're just going to have to wait, uh, in the meantime for it to come out. Yeah. But we will have like a, a recap episode. I mean, I'm, I'm going to compile all the story elements from all the previous episodes so you can listen to it without having to listen to like the past, I don't know, 10, 15, I don't even know how long this season was, God, yeah. uh, episodes well, worth of content. A lot. So, <laughs> yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah, and uh, thanks for listening. Be sure to follow Mike and Men at Anchor.fm for their weekly episodes and follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and subscribe to their YouTube channel. All links will be in the description.